0: spoke about the mitzut that Hashem created, that although a person doesn't feel the pain when they're lacking learning, they're lacking Torah, they're lacking Chokmah, they should feel pain. More than the pain that we feel Motza'e Kippur before we eat. Chukma is so essential that a person should feel kevim, which of course those pains would force him to start to fill up. But like we learned, Hashem numbs the person so that we could have free choice. But we asked yesterday. But at some point, you know, lack of chokmah is not its own point in a person's life. It's the shoresh. It's the source of his atzlahot or the source of his failures. So ignore it or not ignore it. You know, you ignore, God forbid, a pain by your heart. You can just ignore it. They'll numb you. Doctor, just numb me. I don't care. But at some point, the pain which is caused by something is going to catch up with you. So the question obviously is, what, what about when the failures of life start to come into your life? when you start to struggle with your friends and relationships, and you start to struggle with yourself, and you start to see the negative effect of your lack of Torah and Chok- so at that point, obviously you're going to wake up. They numbed your tooth for six months, but then you can't eat anymore. So at that point, you're gonna realize I gotta fix my tooth. Numbing is only gonna get you to to a limited place. So how come a person is gonna slip because of their lack of chokmah and still not realize? How could that be? And that's what the Ramchal yesterday taught us. That Hashem made the world, not only does He numb you when you don't have enough Torah and Chokhmah, but even when you fall on your face because of your lacking, Nish'ar b'choshek b'lo You'll remain in darkness. You've been in darkness and you'll remain in darkness. Not knowing what was the cause of your downfall. Like I told you yesterday, Hashem will always give you something to point to, to blame why you failed. There'll always be a reason. It's one of the most genius, amazing wonders of the Creator. That a guy could fall because of A, but he thinks he fell because of B. It's an amazing. Who could, have, who could have made a system that people could drown and they think it's not the water? Where, 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 where are you going to make up your system? But the Creator did. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made an amazing creation where He put other factors that people will say, oh, that's why I fell. That's why it happened. It's their fault. It's His fault. And you'll prove it. Because look what he does. You'll blame everyone and everything to why you're not succeeding. Very few people. It takes a very big man actually. The miracle is very big. Because it takes a very big man to fail in life and anything and to take responsibility. Take it every young man in yeshiva that's not succeeding. There are a lot of people in Yeshiva not succeeding. Certainly not succeeding to the way they should succeed. It's either a Havruta problem, it's a shir problem, it's a Dorm problem. Those three right there are the cause of many, many, many young men dedicating their life to do good but are not matzliach. And each one of those is confident that it has nothing to do with them. What should I do if I don't have a khabrusa? How can I succeed without a kharusa? So whose fault it is? You don't have a khabrusah. Why don't you have a khabrusah? How many bahurim actually look and say, wait, wait, why don't I have a khabrusah? Why not? Usually people don't think that way. They look at the situation and they connect the dots. But only the first one. It's like that in everything. I don't want to give too many examples because it'll get personal. My goal isn't to get personal with you, but to give you an awareness that in life, when there is a failure, the first place to turn is yourself. It's your lack of wisdom that's making you not succeed. And whatever you see is just the the outcome of your lack of wisdom. You're right. You're right that you have no havruta. You're right, that's causing you not to learn. Of course. You're right. You don't have to be a genius for that. But you have to know that not having a havruta very often is also a cause. It's also a consequence. Maybe you don't know how to have a havruta. Maybe you don't know how to talk. Maybe you don't respect people the right way. Maybe you don't make the guy feel good. Maybe you don't hear what he has to say. Maybe you only hear it yourself and not allow him to talk altogether. There's a reason why. In this world, things don't happen randomly even though sometimes it may feel like it is, it's not random. Of course, there are situations. There are situations when the situation itself is not good for you. It could be. It could be sometimes. I'm not saying every time you have an issue, there's never a solution that has to do with something else around you. I'm not saying that. I'm not that confident. But I could tell you the overwhelming majority It has to do with you. Even though in your mind that's the furthest from the reality. And you should know when you feel this way or you see people that feel this way. It's one of the great miracles Hashem made. you should be Nish'ar if automatically you would attribute your failure to yourself be no free choice so you had free choice to choose chokmah so you numbed your pain that's why you have free choice but now after you fell on your face if you would be open and clear so odapam, you don't have free choice World's free choice always, before and after the failure. You could fail in life and you still have free choice. So Hashem had to make it this way. It's a great person. Torah says, Fortunate are the people who their role models or their leaders are capable of getting up and saying, it's my fault. It's Not the general's fault that we lost the war. It's not their fault. It's my fault. I didn't do enough to make success out of the situation. That's the first place to turn in life. Sometimes you need help to hold your hand and figure out the way out of it. But that's a responsible person. And that person will not be he'll learn from the failures how to fix the shoresh. But it's free choice. Obviously you could choose the right way. So don't be surprised in your life and maybe you've seen it already I'm sure you've seen it already but don't be surprised you're going to see a lot of it going forward where you see people like in complete denial so many things are happening around them to them and they're not getting it why you're not getting it it's so obvious to me and you Ramchal says, why? Nish'ar b'hoshik b'lo yedi'ah. And then he says, v'hulek b'darcheh hahevel. A person will walk in the ways of nothingness u'ba'afelah And in deep darkness. What does he want by this now? He already told us Hashem numbs the pain. He already told us that we'll always have something else to blame. So what's left in this sugya? So perhaps there's something else that's left. The, the reality of the great person is a person who pursues chokmah. Hashem gave us time in this world to pursue Torah and Chokhmah. That is the core purpose of the time that we were given. So the obvious question that may arise for the person who is numb to his need for Chokhmah and Torah so what's the guy going to do all that? meaning if I sent you on a mission if I sent you they have deal to a baseball game to play baseball and you decide that you're not playing baseball for three hours so what are you going to do at what point will you realize that I'm here to play baseball? If I don't play baseball, it's boring. At what point will you get bored from doing nothing? And that alone will make you realize, oh, you ever see a little kid, they're fighting for a toy or something? And he doesn't get it. And then the other side says, you don't want to take it. Take it. Know the reaction usually? Oh, I don't want it. guy is one year old. He already knows anger. I don't want it. So imagine there's nothing else in the room but that toy. He doesn't want it. It's only a matter of time. He's going to go stop playing with it. How long can he hold out for? A minute, two minutes, five minutes, ten minutes? Bored. There he goes, he plays with it. What's he going to do? What happened? What happened is he realized there's something to do. And he's not doing it. So when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, it's boring. So then that makes you realize, Let's, let me go do it. This is a very simple life formula. We do, we do it all the time. Sometimes we opt out of things. And there's nothing else to do. So at some point we realize, you know, okay, You can't do nothing People do that all the time It may not be their first choice or Or preference But it's better than doing nothing Sitting and doing nothing is painful Baruch Hashem The people in this room I feel Don't really know what that means I'm not sure if you really know what that means To your credit To be in a room And to do nothing What does that mean? Horrible feeling. Thank God we have Torah, we have Sfarim, we have... We listen, we, we could do things. But there are plenty of people. Plenty, plenty. That have nothing to do. So how long is it going to take for a guy who's not learning to be so bored, to realize that you need to learn. Because what else are you going to do? Says the Ramchal, Hashem, made another miracle. Another miracle for free choice. What's the miracle? He created darke HaHevel. Who would have imagined, Shazim? Who would have imagined you could create from nonsense a highway? You ever see a highway where the destination of the highway is nonsense? You never saw a highway like that in your life. Every highway leads somewhere. This highway goes south. This highway goes north. You get to that city... You get to that country. You get to that state. Every highway that was ever built had a destination, or destinations along the way. Imagine getting on a highway. You couldn't imagine the thing. It's hard to imagine even. Imagine you got on a highway. You say, Where does highway go? Nowhere. It has no exits. Actually, there is exits, but even the exits are nowhere doesn't really have an ending to it. you would say, what? Which fool made a highway that goes nowhere? What does it mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's unimaginable in the physical world that someone would create a highway to nonsense. To nothing. But Hashem did it. Hashem did an amazing mess, where He created in this world highways to nonsense. Where a person would go on the highway, feel like they're driving, feel like they're going somewhere, but the said they're going nowhere. They are people who take their beach chair on a Sunday morning, they put it in their car, they drive for half an hour, they park a mile away, they carry their beach chair on their shoulders, and they walk a good 15 minutes till they get a good spot by the sand, put the chair down. They start to spray themselves for all types of treatment. And then they stare at the sun for six hours, sometimes more. Of course, they need a break in between, have lunch, a few drinks along the way. Now it's nine o'clock at night. And they're home exhausted. Somebody sees them. What did you do today? Oh, today was... Baruch Hashem. Beautiful. Had a, had a very very fruitful day today. Very long day. What did you do? What do you mean that? Today they did A. They gave a name to A. But in reality, what they do? Nothing. They did nothing. Who could have imagined that staring at the sun for six hours is called doing something? But you're talking, I'm talking now for hundreds of millions of people in the world, maybe more, billions perhaps, that view such an event as, I did something. I just did something. I spent spent the whole day, sometimes a whole week. Some people, the whole summer. That's all they do. Or you have people that all day long are watching sports. All day long. By the time it's 11 p.m., they're exhausted. What' you today? Oh, today's a crazy day. This game was on. That game was on, the other game was on.. But there, there. And when they go to sleep at night, they feel actually they had a full day. But Lemah said, what did they do today? Zero, Nothing. They did absolutely nothing. They got nothing, they learned nothing and accomplished nothing. But they don't feel that way. They feel they were on the highway. Of what? Of nothing. People sit inside rooms and the screen goes on for three hours. And they feel, what did you do yesterday? Oh, I want what? what did you do? Nothing. They did nothing. The entire industry of entertainment, which includes sports, is built on one principle. That people are willing to pay money so they don't become bored. That's the principle of the entire industry. That people will pay you money to occupy their time. Because boredom is very painful. You feel very empty when you're bored. So the whole industry is basically trying to figure out what we can get people to pay us so we can occupy them. That's the whole entertainment industry. Every movie theater is that. Every event. It's just occupying your time. That's called darke hahevel. Darke hahevel means Hashem made not one road of nonsense. He made many idrachim, many ways. Sit and give you examples, and the zman will end, and they will not end the examples. There is no end to the amount. Of things that keep people occupied. And I'm not talking about bad things. I'm not talking about garbage things. That's all nusugya. Nothing I said today was not kosher. Sitting in your backyard and watching the sun in six hours is not avirah. Watching a football game is not avirah. But it's darkeah heaven. It's spending your days with nothingness. But feeling that you did something. There are people who love to walk the mall. You know those people? Huh? You ever seen that? Where are you going? To the mall. Going to the mall today. You spent the whole day at the mall. What did you buy? Nothing. What'd you need? <clears throat> nothing really. So why'd you go to the mall? I don't know. Like looking around. Again, let's say there's no priesthood no in the mall. Everyone was dressed like they in Brabrac. <laughs> What'd you do with the, nothing. You did nothing. You went up the escalator, went down the escalator, maybe went up the wrong way. <sighs> Just to make it a little exciting. It's boring to go up and down the same way everybody else. Sometimes the highway gets boring, so you gotta find another highway. You spent an entire day in great adventure, on rides. Listen, for young people, maybe it's a good thing. But sometimes you see 45 year old men. I'll never forget that. He said, I was learning the guy once. He's part of the class. He's maybe 68, 69. He's a great-grandfather already. I told him, where are you going today? I can't make this up. He says, he has seasonal tickets for the water park in Great Adventure. Can you imagine this? He's 68 years old. And now not he didn't go once, he has seasonals. What, a, what, a, what an unbelievable thing. Okay, guy, once in a while, needs to go have a break, take his kids, go play a little bit. Okay. There is room for some time off. But to buy seasonals at the age of 68 at a water park... That's not, what, what is that? That's called Darke Again, there's no Avera, going to a water park. But if that becomes your life, one day water park, one day the mall, one day the rides, one day this, one day that. Darke Hashem made a miracle in life. That he could occupy you all day and all night long. Where? In nothingness. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would Hashem create so many lanes that are nonsense? Because again, if not for the nonsense lanes, you'd be on board. There'd be nothing to do. And at some point, you're gonna realize, I better start learning. I better start acquiring chokhmah. What else am I going to do? It's called forcing you. Free choice. Keep you occupied. You'll never be bored in life. There'll always be something to occupy you. It could be a phone. It could be an item. It could be a person. It could be a thing. And that's what happens in life. And you reach the age of 90 and you're still in dark evil. Yes, Helene. Why would a person be pulled toward the distractions? He's asking, listen, okay, I know Hashem gave us a 100 lanes. One of the lanes is Chukmah. One of the lanes is Torah. 99, not nine, probably not 99, 99 million are roads and nonsense. So, okay, he's okay with that. He understands why there needs to be other lanes. But he's saying, why? Does he made the other lanes so much more attractive. It's much more attractive to sit by the pool and watch the sun than to sit by a gemara to a person who understands the beauty of a gemara because he made the right choice and he left the pool a few years ago. So then for him, of course, there's no, no contest. But a regular guy never really chose to spend time learning, sitting by the pool and watching the sun is Gan Eden. Coming to learn seems like, like, what are you talking about? Why would I do that? And all of the lanes, in one way or another, can feel much more attractive. Take a guy on a, on a Sunday afternoon with his football team, he's watching them. Say, oh, you go look? go to midrash now. There's a great cheer in the midrash What are you, crazy? Right now, what looks more attractive than? That's a little too attractive than. Not to us, Baruch Hashem. But to people in the street. It's like that. Again, they're not even bad. But he's asking, why is it more attractive? And the answer to that question is the answer of darkness and light. Light is way more powerful than darkness. If Hashem would make all the lanes equal, entry, if there wouldn't be a greater attraction to nonsense, then it would be no contest. And is always more desirable because it's real if the pleasure of learning and the pleasure of watching a football game would be equal to a person's eyes before they started learning which person would watch a football game for what reason would i watch a football game if somebody else playing when i can be playing myself and enjoying it? and it's emmet and it's beautiful and it's going to help me in life and, If it was an equal contest, who would choose the wrong lane? For what reason would you choose the wrong lane? So, the only way that it could even be a contest is you have to pile up the nonsense with excitement. That to the outsider, it's going to feel like, oh wow, look what I'm getting here. I won't get that there. To the outsider. If not for that, there'll be no yetzera. Again, there'll be no free choice. Imagine you give a guy, imagine how you give a guy a hundred plates in front of them, all awesome food, awesome, all of them awesome food, and you tell them 99 of these, these, and you tell them which ones? Poison. Every one of these is poison, but this one is very healthy. It's going to help you. And they all taste the same. Forget poison. Poison is a bad example. But say all these are not healthy. They taste awesome. They're not healthy. This one tastes awesome. But it's healthy. Gives you long life. Makes you live longer. Have more energy. Is there a choice in your mind that you'll eat this one? Not even a question. Of course you eat this one. One will be free choice. If the other 99 dishes are awesome, and this one is like, okay, doesn't doesn't smell that great, doesn't look that great. You didn't actually taste it, so you don't know. Maybe in the mouth it's awesome, but you don't know. From the outside, it smells okay. It looks okay. The other ones look awesome, smell awesome. So even though someone told you this one's like really the best, but you might start eating from the other one. That's how it became a contest. Now true when you eat the other one it's gonna taste even better than these. But you gotta taste it first. That's it. That's the way Hashem made the world where all the lanes of nonsense would automatically be an attraction. Otherwise where's the, where's the free choice happening? Choosing the obvious choice is not called free choice. You need to work a little to choose free choice. That's what the Ram is teaching. It's amazing. His depth is unbelievable. You know how Hashem keeps him in the darkness? By creating highways of nonsense. Again, I'm not talking nonsense of bad things. I don't mean that bad things, the whole new sugey. I'm talking even in good things. Nothing I mentioned today was bad things. No averot were mentioned. But nonsense... Hashem created nonsense so that you will make the free choice of choosing Torah and Chokhmah, choosing your time and energy in building the greatest part of you, your sechel Building your Torah and Chokhmah is a life pursuit. It's endless the Torah and Chokhmah that we need to have and that we could have. That will enlighten us. Isn't Every time you learn more and more and more. Obviously, you need breaks. Obviously, you got to play ball, exercise. You got to do the things that you need to do, just like you go to sleep. You eat and, and, and you have to drink and you have to go to the doctor once in a while. Okay. These are all things you got to do. But where do you spend your efforts in your Torah and your Chokhmah? One day you may have to work. Okay, so another thing you have to do to support your family. But at the end of the day, Torah and Chokhmah is the main pursuit of life. The pursuit of wisdom is the true pursuit of Emet, Ba'ulam Azzeh, and olam Abba. Have a good day.